Another hungover episode of the Sunday Morning Hangover. And we got a very special show today. We got Elliot Martinez from Booze Week magazine. Say hi to the audience, Elliot. Hello, audience. Yeah, and uh, there's all kinds of Booze Week type events happening that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be playing songs about booze. We're sort of celebrating the death of Paul Harvey today. I don't know if you heard. I didn't hear that. Paul Harvey. Huh? And I never really um, saw what he looked like. Until I saw him on the news. He looks like Dick Clark looks like nowadays. You know how Dick Clark looks nowadays, <laughs> right? Anyways, oh, well, he looked like that. He's dead now. I'm not making fun of Paul Harvey, really. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, he's on my mind because, I mean, it's one of these guys that you just hear on the radio all the time, but you never see what he looks like until they die. But anyways, uh, this is the Reverend Mark time. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have a little bit of fun today with some recipes. Uh... What do you think we're going to talk about today, Elliot? Uh, booze. Booze? And anything else besides booze? Uh, maybe we could talk about uh, the month of March. Yeah, yeah, March. And did you wake up and say rabbit, rabbit this morning? I sure did. If you wake up and say rabbit, rabbit the first of every month, you'll have good luck for the rest of the month. So sit back, relax, have a cup of coffee. And what do you put in coffee in the morning? Uh, Irish whiskey. Irish whiskey. And enjoy this morning's Sunday morning hangover. Sam, call us up. We hit that eastern sand. Fought like hell for three long years in that South Asian land. We met a few foreign ladies. Mm-hmm. We drank a lot of lukewarm oh, beer. I remember. But tonight in this old Tucson bar. You know what? It's so damn good to see you here. Here's to you. Phoenix, we walked into that fight. 
Uh-huh. We whipped them local boys. Oh, didn't we? Then we bought them drinks all night. And when my loving wife left, the points unknown, you were there to fill my glass. And it proved to me a woman's love can fade, but the taste of coals and a good friend always lasts. Huh? Here's to you, old amigo, for all the good times. Here's to all the women that we've been through. Let's set them up. Here's to all the women that we've been through. Let's set them up, my compadre. Barstools to barstools, shoulder to shoulder. All right, beers to you. <laughs> you can tell who's hung over this morning. No, that was Clint Eastwood and Ray Charles singing beers to you. No, that wasn't Elliot Martinez from Booze Week magazine. Uh, so, Elliot, let's let's hear about this trip. Well, Ireland. You know, I think it's a conspiracy. We, uh, I think we just flew around in the air for 13 hours and then just landed in, like, Newburgh, Oregon. Everything was like, uh, you know, it was like going to Oregon, only instead of... Uh, Really nice Pinot Noir. It's uh, Irish whiskey. And uh, would you take Irish Airlines or something? Uh, no, I think it was U.S. <laughs> Airlines. I think. Uh, yeah. So, what was the purpose of going to Ireland? Was it to discover the ultimate brew? Uh, not so much the ultimate brew, uh, but definitely uh, experience some of the Guinness at the source. And uh, there's a bunch of microbreweries over there too. We want to check out. Yeah. Uh, distilleries, pubs. Let's check out the music scene a little bit. Uh, come back and report back with a killer March issue. Right. I'm looking at your February issue right now. And um, as editor-in-chief of Booze Week magazine, uh, man, you get around. You really do some research, don't you? We're going to change the name to Booze Week International. Booze Week International. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So what was the, like the highlight of your trip to Ireland? Was there any particular one thing that stood out? Uh, yes, indeed. I think at the Jameson's uh, Museum, instead of taking the tour, it's kind of touristy, we, they, they set us up with a premium tasting where it's a private tour guide, private room, and set out all of these uh, Jameson's for us to sample and talk about. That was, uh, that was the highlight. Nice, nice. Did you meet any interesting characters over in Ireland, like Lucky Charms uh, leprechaun or anything like that? I didn't see a single leprechaun. <laughs> no, <laughs> didn't see the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I think that. I think they're in a recession too. Yeah. Well, this kind of leads into uh, something you got going on next week. Uh, Booze Week magazine goes to Ireland first at international issue. I guess that's your next issue, right? Indeed. Yeah, and, and the kickoff is at Sam Bonds next week, uh, 407 Blair Boulevard. Yeah, they're throwing a, a party, a major celebration. Issue release party, uh, 
some bands are playing. We've, who do we got there? Well, you got, let's see, who are these guys? Man Overboard. Hmm, that's all I have so far oh, on here. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. there's, uh, I think, a Potent and Stout from uh, Corvallis. Oh, nice. Kind nice, of nice. Celtic style. And then uh, I think there's a bagpiper, uh, uh, Mark Mullaney. Oh, cool. Uh, world-renowned. Yeah, that's on the 7th. What is that? Wait, today's the 1st, so that's Friday, right? I think that's Saturday, huh? Saturday? Let's see. Sunday. Monday's the second. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. Saturday at Sam Bonds. Yeah. No, I'm really not awake yet this morning. <laughs> I just, you know, I haven't had much coffee today with Jameson's. You know what? I think it's time to give booze a chance, don't you? I think so. Yeah. Hey, old Dad, all we're saying is give booze a chance. Hey, one, two, one, two, three, four. Chance Bonzo Dog Band, and uh, I'm so untogethered this morning. <laughs> You'll have to excuse me. Maybe I need a drink or something. Tell me, uh, tell me about the exciting life of Elliot Martinez, uh, editor, publisher in chief of Booze Week magazine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do you're, with yourself? You're looking at it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you're a busy guy. You told me you had like three jobs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any jobs. I'm, I'm, I mean, it should be the other way around. People should think you're the slacker because you know, but I'm the slacker on the show here. So, but um, no, I'm impressed with your resume. You know, I mean, we were talking, we were over at Wandering Goat, and you're just telling me about all that stuff that you do. And, and uh, well, you know, a lot of people think that I do the booze week entirely by myself, and at one time that was true. But we have a lot of people help, working on the project now, and um, we're. We're looking forward to the next, uh, the rest of the year here. Yeah, because I thought these names on the inside cover of Booze Week were all made-up names. I thought it was just you. Well, they they are made-up names, some of them, but uh, they're real people with made-up names. 
Yeah. They, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. It, al contraire. <laughs> Whatever. No, but uh, some of these other people, it takes a lot of people to put together a, a great issue of Booze Week magazine. I like this. Who's the lady on the Queen of Hearts here? Uh, her name is uh, Lusty Lou. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what what is her involvement with Booze Week? Um, She's your I, girlfriend. No, <laughs> I, I just I uh, just met her that day. Yeah. And uh, she was she was she was great. She uh, she's real cute. She looks like the Queen of Hearts there. Yeah, and and of course you look like the Jack of Hearts over there. Although you look like you're about to chop her head off on the cover <laughs> here. You know you don't chop ladies' heads off, do you? No. Are you familiar with that guy Hazel Adkins? He writes about ten songs about chopping people's heads off. No. Anyways, well, uh, we're just kind of hanging out, uh, you know, just talking. Uh, we do have an agenda, but we'll get around to it. You brought me this great Lenny Bruce record. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why don't we play some Lenny Bruce here, shall we? Okay. Can we do that on this radio station? Can we get away with it? I hope he doesn't say any bad words. In this one. Does he? Um, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Years ago, a very inventive comic by the name of Red Skelton did a bit called Guzzler's Gin. And this was funny. This kind of drunk with the shirt out, the hair in front of his face. But unfortunately, most comics say, well, that's the drunk to do, and they all do that drunk. And they don't see that kind of drunk. The drunks that they don't report are cafe drunks that they see time and time again. I call them white-collar drunks. Now, the best part of these guys is not when they're in the club watching a show, is when they first come in. Because they're really juiced out of their nut. But they drugged it. They don't want to be associated with drunks. And they just walk extra cool when they work. So no one knows they're loaded. They think. They're impeccably dressed always. Clean, shaven, buff nails whacked out of their skull. You think I'm drunk, don't you? No, Mr. You're perfectly sober. Goddamn right I am. Listen, my dear. Hey, why don't you stop wiping those glasses for a minute, will you, and listen to me? Or do you want some trouble, hmm? hmm? Want a little trouble, glass wiper, huh? Don't you think it's time at the uh, house for a drink? Oh, gee, miss, you just walked in here. Boy, you're a real Milton Berle, aren't you? <laughs> Television, all those jokes. Listen. I... Hey, why are you listening to me, man? Pretty a arrogant. Son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> hey, I'm talking. You want to listen to your little trouble? You son of a bitch, I'll give it to you, huh? You got the old one-two, you'll get it. It's the old Zippo bang, and that's what it is. What I want to talk to you about, if you'll listen, is my dog here. It's the most vicious dog in the whole world. He's rotten. I said, bet he is. You better goddamn believe it, mister. <laughs> this dog. Did you take my drink away? <laughs> You didn't order yet, all right? Yesterday, he killed six cocker spaniels, a catamaran, 
and a school bus. My father's very wealthy. And he can be pretty rotten if we don't get a drinky winky. Get it? Son of a bitch, you. He's ready to go, and so am I. Old Judo will give it to him. Fascist bastard. So next to him is a guy who's really whacked out. A good, legit, drunk, gala wine man. You know. I heard that. That's a lot of crap. I mean, crying a bully old crapper over. The old one to crap over. And it don't work around here. Goddamn commie. That's more, I think you're a fruit. So I think your dog's a fruit, too. Both, you're full of crap. Both, you stink. Hope not out of line. I've been watching you. I'm with the FBI. I may have to take you in. Don't give me 29 cents for some wine. <laughs> you want to go downtown? You want to give me the money? I got a dog home. I think he's home. He's going out a lot. Probably nice to be gone. I have phony dogs around. But anyway, I got a dog home. Oh, come up. Kill you and that muddy ass pronto. A blast on Really? Why don't you go get King Kong and, uh. Go ahead, get him. We're waiting right here. And he'll just kill you. And this son of a bitch over here who brought him in. I think you're pretty smart, don't you, eh? Eh? Race riot man, eh? Go ahead, get the dog and I'll wait right here. Sorry. Comes back. He's got a real weird little dog. Jumps through the door, bites the bulldog's head off, breaks his back, kills the bartender. The guy says, Jesus Christ, he is tough. That was real nice. Elliot Martinez from Booze Week magazine with us. Let's talk about tequila. You like tequila? Well, the thing about tequila is it really sneaks up on you. And a lot of times if you drink a lot of it, before you know it, you cross a line very quickly. So, like, what is your favorite tequila recipe? Well, I like to take a salt rim pint glass. And I like to put some ice in. And I like to... Put two shots of uh, tequila. You gotta go. You can't get any of this uh, Thousand stuff. It's uh, got caramel food coloring in it. Uh, nasty. So that's what gives you a hangover. If you drink the bad tequila. You gotta drink the good tequila. All right. And you're talking about like like the the not Cuervo Gold, but like higher than that. Like. You know. Uh. Yeah. 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 All right. And that was anyway. So then I put uh, a bunch of uh, 
uh, clamato, you know that stuff? Oh, clams, yeah, yeah. Clams, yeah, yeah. yeah. About uh, two-thirds of the way full, then I fill the rest of the way up with grapefruit soda. Grapefruit? Grapefruit soda. Soda. Like squirt. Wow, that's a combination, man. Clamato, grapefruit soda, and tequila. And then, if I'm feeling really saucy, I'll put a little bit of Tabasco on the top. You need a big glass for this, then, right? You need, yeah, you need yeah. a pint glass. Lots of ice, too, right? Eh. And, and, <laughs> and did you say you put your salt on the rim? Salt too? the rim first. Yeah. Then put the ice in. Oh, man. Oh, that sounds delicious. I'm it's it's like a it's like a soup, oh, a I'm, cold soup. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting thirsty just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking at your uh, February issue of Booze Week magazine, and when is the March one coming out? Uh, uh, uh at the issue release party this Saturday. That's right. Sam Bonds. We got something to promote here. The issue release party. Sam Bonds, man overboard. Booze Week goes to Ireland over at 407 Blair Boulevard. Oh, it's almost time to stop talking because the record's over. <laughs> you know what? You know, you made me so thirsty. I really, I think I'm going to mix a drink right here in the studio. You want to have a drink with yeah, me? Yeah, did you bring something today? Yeah, here. Here, here it goes.
we feeling all right out there? Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Elliot? I feel great. Yeah, after that drink, man, that was a good one, uh, that one that we uh, <laughs> shaken, not stirred by Dr. Cleve and his lush, lush orchestra, and then Little Bob doing I Got Loaded. And, and Little Bob was talking about gin, and, uh, well, I know you've got a real good gin recipe for oh, me. Oh, yeah, this is a great time of the year for gin. You, may, you might think of gin as being a summer drink, but, uh, I mean, think about where gin originates in Ireland, or not Ireland, uh, England, rather. But, uh, you know, it's always uh, foggy and cold and stuff. Uh, now's a great time. And uh, here's a little recipe for you. I say, uh, yeah, um, well, this is called a Negroni. It's a old, old-fashioned kind of drink. Negroni? Yeah. And how do you spell that? Uh, uh, N-E-G-R-O-N-I. All right. Yeah. I'm a, that's why I have a copy editor. She's she uh, checks my spelling. <laughs> All right. Hit me with that recipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna uh, equal parts. We're gonna uh, some some gin. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer right now uh, that Hendrix gin out of Scotland. That is pretty delicious. Jimmy Hendrix gin? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go Though uh, Plymouth gin is uh, work just fine. Um, you want uh, some sweet vermouth? And go go for the good stuff. Spend at least twenty dollars on a bottle of sweet vermouth. Don't mm-hmm. not five dollars. Right. Um, and then um, we we'll top it off with uh, Campari. It's a Italian uh, grapefruit liqueur. Ooh, yeah. where do you get that? I just get that down at the liquor store. Mm. And I sh- shake that up with some ice, and um, a lot of people garnish it with uh, a little twist of lemon. But, uh, you know, a good place to get one of these is uh, Belly. Have you been to Belly yet? No, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he makes it there with a Tangelo twist. Where's that? Uh, that's a uh, Fifth Street area mm-hmm. across from uh, you know, Fifth Street Market. There. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right. Cool. Sounds like a great drink, man. Ah, oh, delicious. Uh, we are talking with Elliot Martinez from Booze Week magazine, found at fine locations all throughout uh, the Eugene, Springfield, Whitaker, et cetera. Area. Uh, uh, me, my, uh, where, where can we find this besides the Museum of Unfine Art? Uh, <laughs> well, we're in about 60 locations around town. Yeah. And um, let's just take a look here. Yeah. Um, well, like, the Beerstein, we, uh, you know, that was one of our first spots that we started dropping off. Cool. Uh, Wandering Goat Cafe. Right. Wandering yeah. Can you find it at, at the Dawn Baby Salon? You can find it at the Dawn Baby Salon. <laughs> you can pretty much if they uh, if they brew it, distill it, serve it, or cut it. <laughs> I guess in Dawn Baby's case, uh, uh, they've got it. Yeah, and maybe a Kitsch or Kitsch Deluxe. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you also you can subscribe to Booze Week magazine. We're not going to talk about price or anything, but no. But people that subscribe, they get the color issue. They right? get a color cover. Every month. Yeah. Except for January. We don't do one in January. Right. Too busy being hung over from the holidays, you know. Right. Uh, but, um, yeah, and occasionally you'll get, a, you get a, like, a, a prize or something. you get some stickers or, uh, you know. I, I actually brought back a bunch of coasters from Ireland that I'm going to be putting in the uh, March subscribers issues. Yeah. El- Elliot Martinez here from Booze Week Magazine just showed me a, a preview of the Next issue coming out next week at your party at Sam Bonds. And, and boy, You're the I, only person who's seen that. It's beautiful. It's totally beautiful. I mean, the covers get better and better. I don't know if you saw the Christmas issue, everybody, with Elliot as uh, the Madonna, but oh, that was <laughs> awesome. Well, we've got, uh, we've got a new uh, cover artist, uh, graphic designer, uh, Claire Flint there. She's amazing. She does some good work. Great stuff. And you can contact Booze Week at Very Fast 
dot biz. Yes. Who's we get very fast dot biz for uh, subscriptions. Well, we're singing and thinking and drinking here on the Hangover. Every afternoon when I wake up, I say a little prayer and drink up and thanks the Lord for driving me home once more. There's an open Bible on the table And an empty bottle on the floor Last night I thought I died and went to whiskey heaven You know the sun never shines in whiskey heaven All the time There's a price You pay Hangovers Every day Flying high With honky-tonk Angels In whiskey Heaven There's a run-down Ball open all night where me and my friends can get tight Underneath the neon lights In whiskey heaven We drink a little beer wine Stay drunk most of the time We all be breathing hell all night In whiskey heaven you know the sun never shines in whiskey ever. It rains Jack Daniels all the time. There's the price you pay hangovers every day. Blind high. Just 
by the who i love that and fats domino whiskey heaven sitting around just uh chewing the fat having a few drinks with elliot martinez from booze week magazine and one of my callers jay just called and he had high praise for you elliot he said a lot of people are just like down and out they don't know what to do they're just like inactive they're bored and here's this guy elliot martinez from booze but mag booze week magazine that is just doing it himself. He's like creating his own universe. He's, he's like, he's like from the bottom up, you've created this thing. Now you have a staff of Booze Week magazine. You've got like gigs happening next week at Sam Bonds. You're giving away cars. I mean, incredible stuff. I mean, high praise to you, Elliot. Well, uh, thanks, Jay. <laughs> and we were also talking here a little bit about the whole phenomena of booze and how it's really gotten a bad rap because, well, it's been around since the beginning of time. Am I right? Uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, ancient civilizations um, discovering that uh, that fruit that ferments and sits for a while it can turn into alcohol. That with uh, yeah, even though they didn't really know that the process was happening, they they knew that it could uh, really, you know, take you places. Yeah, and 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 in a way, it, it's um. It's kind of like self-medication. It's kind of like therapy, you know. Well, there are even there are even other uh, uh, you know other mammals that have discovered this that uh, that rotten fruit uh, turns into alcohol and they and they like to eat it or drink it. Right. And and I know you know a lot of you out there, a lot of you ex-alkies are probably cringing right now when we're talking about this. But you guys, you have a problem because you <laughs> overindulge. So you shouldn't even be listening to this show right now. The Sunday morning hangover here on KWVA. So go away and let us serious alcoholics talk about the, the glories of booze and the pleasures of booze. Although, there uh, in country music in particular, tell me about that song you heard. Oh, uh, <laughs> something about uh, she left she left the bottle to her head and pulled the trigger or something. Yeah, like, I oh mean, my goodness. country music they really get down on booze. <laughs> and it's funny, I was reading uh, something on the net this week about uh, Middle America, a lot of the red states, the Republican states, is where porno sells the most. Um, it's an interesting phenomenon, and I'm sure that booze is the same thing. I'm sure that, 
you know, a lot of people say, well, it's you liberal, uh, freewheeling people on the coast that you guys, you are the guys that are all like just too crazy. But I'm sure really in the heart of it, it's, um, it's a lot of conservatives. I, I take a look at what they drink in the heartland, though. I think it's more like it's, it's, you know, light lagers. Yeah. And a lot of it. Um, where we on the, on the coastal areas tend to drink, uh, you know, higher end stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know, and <laughs> this is the whole thing with moonshine and everything too. Well, that's an art form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. is an art form. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A lot of people put moonshine down, but actually, yeah, it is a kind of a a folk art form. It yes. Is. Much like Booze Week magazine is a very artistic vision. Well, and, you know, and that, that's something else. Uh, um, throughout the ages, alcohol has been a uh, form of cultural exchange. Uh, that's how cultures interacted. That was like, it, they were, it was gifts. They were, you know, it was a, an extreme honor to receive, um, you know, uh, the alcohol of of one particular culture. Or an invitation to a party, which brings me up to the Obama administration. How all of a sudden the White House now is booze friendly again, and what they're doing is they're cementing relationships. They're creating relationships with other countries, advers- adversaries, etc. That reminds me, Mark. I wanted to, if I could do this, I'd like to sure. thank President Obama right now uh, for, we were in, in Ireland, you know, we didn't even have to say we were Canadian anymore. You know, it was, people were glad to hear that we were it, from It's the kind States. of good to be an American yeah. again. Uh, here we are at the all-patriotic <laughs> episode of the Sunday morning hangover with Booze Week. Well, yeah, and, and it is true, though, that because of uh, George Bush being a supposed teetotaler, he really didn't have the art of entertaining down at the White House. So all these past eight years, really, uh, we've kind of dropped the ball and just kind of kicking back. Because what they would do is, and this happened in the Kennedy administration, I was reading this at Vanity Fair, was they would get the diplomats in town and the Russians and everything. They'd be all, everybody hate each other. But they would get the wives together the night before they had their big meeting. And the wives and, you know, the president and the guy from Russia – they would just have a nice party. They'd all drink together, have a lot of fun. And by morning, when they sat down at the table, everybody was willing to talk because it was like, hey, you know what? My wife really liked your wife and blah, blah, blah. And it just really broke the ice. So, yeah, booze is a uh, cultural exchange. Booze is cult- all about cultural exchange. But uh, we're going to kind of slide sideways into the other part of the equation because I was talking about self-therapy. about and, and it's like if you've ever lost a love and you have a broken heart, You'll kind of relate to Frank Sinatra here. It's quarter to three. There's no one in the place except you and me. So set him up, Joe. I got a little story you ought to know. We're drinking, my friend, to the end of a brief episode. Make it one for my baby and one more for the road. I got the routine, so drop another nickel in the machine. I'm feeling so bad, wish you'd make the music pretty and sad. 
could tell you a lot, but you've got to be true to your code. So make it one for my baby, one more for the road. You'd never know it, but buddy, I'm a kind of poet. And I got a lot of things to say. And when I'm gloomy, you simply gotta listen to me till it's all talked away. Well, that's how it goes. And Joe, I know you're getting pretty anxious to close. Thanks for the cheer. I hope you didn't mind my bending your ear. This torch that I found must be drowned, or it soon might explode. So make it one for my baby, and one more for the road. That long, long road. I'm praying for rain in California. So the grapes can grow and they can make more wine. And I'm sitting in a honky in Chicago with a broken heart and a woman on my mind. I match the man behind the bar for the juice bar. And the music takes me back to Tennessee. When they ask who's a fool in the corner, crying, I say, a little old wine drink of me. Came here last week from down in Nashville. Cause my baby left for Florida on a train. I thought I'd get a job and just forget her. But in Chicago, the broken heart is still the same. The man behind the bar for the jukebox, and the music takes me back to Tennessee. When they ask who's a fool in the corner, crying, I say, a little old. 
Yeah, a little bit of Dean Martin, uh, famous uh, wino, getting drunk on the air on TV. Uh, I don't know if he really was drinking, though, but little wine drinker me before that uh, one for the road uh, by Frank Sinatra about uh, this guy that broke up with Judy Garland, even though he was married. And I, I, Elliot Martinez, this is time for my confession, my Catholic confession. I have to confess to you. It is Let, Sunday. <laughs> bless me, Father, for I have sinned. My last confession was two weeks ago. I bought a case of $2 a bottle of wine this week. $2, $1.99 bottle of wine. And it was called Estate Cellars. It was over on uh, Grocery Outlet. Because I bought a bottle the week before. It was a Cabernet. And it was actually not bad. It was like a $10. You can find, you can find a, you know, you can find a wine for that's good that uh, is in the lower price bracket. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, a lot of times I'll buy a two, $2 bottle and I'll have it and I'll be like, well, you know, what is that? I'm going to say that for cooking wine. But this stuff was all right. And uh, anyhow, not to plug, you know, their particular cheap wine. We're plugging Booze Week magazine with Elliot Martinez, uh, uh, editor, publisher, in chief. And we were going to talk about wine because uh, we got a bunch of wine songs set up here. And, and, uh, uh, I forgot where we were going. You had a, either a wine recipe or something you were going to say about wine. I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> well, if you remember the uh, the December cover that we talked about earlier. Right, with, uh, the, with the Madonna. I was cover. holding a bottle of wine. Oh, yes, that's right. The baby Jesus the baby was in Jesus. reality a bottle. Blasphemy. Um, <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> that's anyway. a bottle of uh, 2006 uh, Bergstrom Estates Pinot Noir. Nice. And it's about to peak, and I'm probably going to drink it here pretty soon. Oh, really good. I've Excellent. I had it for a few years now. Excellent, yeah. Yeah, no, that's actually uh, that's what I like to drink. I, I, I'm really not a beer fan anymore. Beer tends to give me a headache. I, I like wine, especially $2 wine. <laughs> you know? No, of course I like the better wine, but, you know, not being employed, I have to, you know, scrimp and save a little bit. Think about that, though. $2 wine, that's cheaper than Coca-Cola, or excuse me. Cola. I can't say Coca-Cola here on the station. <laughs> well, maybe you should consider uh, making your own wine. Yes. Gunther Wine. Oh, excuse me. That's my real name. But Mark Time Wine. <laughs> Actually, there was a Gunther beer. That's Every, right. There uh, was a Gunther yeah, beer. Yeah, everybody that knows me knows my real last name's Gunther, but it's a lot easier to say Mark Time. I've actually been Mark Time for 30 years, but... Um, but, uh, yeah, Gunther Beer out of, uh, I think it was the East Coast. And if you go on the net, you could find. But we're not talking about beer. We're talking about wine. Red, red wine. Go to my head. Make me forget that I still need her soul. Red, red wine It's up to you All I can do I've done But memories won't go No memories won't go I'd have sworn but with time, thoughts of you would leave my head. I was wrong, and I find just one thing 
breaking it down, breaking it down, and we're coming down to the end of side one of this morning's Sunday morning hangover here on KWVA Eugene with Elliot Martinez. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, Elliot is going to be around for another hour talking about Booze Week magazine, next week's party over at Sam Bonds, is it, on Saturday? And, oh, yeah, the car that they're giving away with subscriptions all here. We got lots of fun. We got some more drink recipes and more songs about booze.